0: Hey everyone, we're the Book, Book Society. I'm Laundra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. Oh. And this is the Non Book Club.
1: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Non-Book Club with your host, the Book Bitch Society. Today we're diving into the Twisted World of Anna Huang, which of course is Twisted Love, Twisted Games, and the most recent release, Twisted Hate, and the yet to be released, Twisted Lies. But you should already know that if you're here listening. However, if by some chance you've stumbled onto our little podcast, this is your official spoiler warning for all things related to the Twisted series. If you haven't yet read the three books, pause the pod and come back to listen. It may come as a shock, but we are in fact starting off with Ava and Alex's love story in Twisted Love. In this Brother Best Friends opposite a track romance, we follow Ava while she tries to figure out why Alex is such a grump, while Alex has been tasked by Josh to watch over Ava while he is away for a year, and how they both find out the truth about what really happened during their respective childhood. This is a blanket warning for the triggers in all the three books. So. Beware of triggers. We will be talking about mental illness, suicide, violence, drowning, grief, kidnapping, stalking, sexual assault, and some talk about potential incest. So to start it all, start all, oh my god, to start it all off, guys. What were your overall thoughts and ratings for the first one, Twisted Love?
0: I can go ahead and start. I gave it a three point seven five. Um, I personally really loved. Ava and Alex, um, there were certain like story aspects that I didn't completely love her. I, The flow of the book was a little bit off to me, which is why I gave it a 3.75. Um, but I think it was a good book. Overall, that it was a solid book. And I really liked Ava. I think she's like one of the sweetest in the series, kind of like the cinnamon c- cinnamon bun. Um, so I really liked the book. Yeah, um,
1: I agree with you. I gave it, a, I think I gave it a no. no, I gave it a 4.5. Uh, I think the book's strengths were really the relationships between Ava and Alex and all the friendships between the girls and uh, Josh's and, and Alex. There were the strong points. And like you said, Alondra, I had also, like some of the story I was like, okay, I'm not really agreeing with, not agreeing because it's not my place to agree, but I'm like confused about it a bit. But the relationships really made the book for me. So that's why I gave it a 4.5.
2: I think I gave it a five right after I had finished it. Cause like you always have that book high after you finished a book. Um, but after some like reflection, I think I'd probably rate it like a 4.25 um, just because of the pacing for the book overall was just, I feel like I got whiplash a lot of the time reading it. Um, but overall, I think it was a very solid start to a series. Um, outside of the pacing really that was my only faux pas with it
3: um i gave it a a four um only because getting into a new series it's always hard to really love the first couple right off the bat so i had some like i had heard more about twisted games when i started reading twisted love so i was more reading it as like just a starter to get to twisted games um, so I wasn't completely in love with them, but I enjoyed it. I had a good time reading it. So
1: that's yeah, all we want. <laughs> really all
3: you want from a book that you enjoy it and took me out of my real life. So, and I agree with Shay. There was, a, my issue was with the pacing and the, there's like two chapters that were a lot of things happen, one right after the other. So it was really, um,
2: I don't know it's like you said it's like whiplash yeah. like you i remember so much you information yeah i remember you messaging me when i was reading it and you're like just wait everything's gonna like all happen at once and like i remember messaging you back being like okay wait i'm so confused because it just all was like a tornado came through and just like so i had to like yeah, sort yeah. some things out before i could keep reading
3: yeah and, it's, and i think it's all in one chapter yeah um, and it's like oh you know, no one's gonna believe you um, mm-hmm. but don't worry there's the fbi oh but josh is still on my side don't worry josh is here too uh, it so was just like yeah. <laughs> so there, there were
1: a lot there were a lot of reveals and i think i would have liked it for some of the reveals to not exist i don't know if that makes sense like i don't think no. it was necessary for michael's uh, michael the dad Ava's, da- Ava's non-dad
2: <laughs>
1: to, uh, to not be her dad and to be the evil one. I think I would have liked the angst of him actually having to struggle with the decision of my love versus my vengeance kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and I think it could have still happened the same way, it, way that he had tried to drown Ava
3: um, without it being this big thing about him not actually being her dad. Um
0: and he just really hated her like yeah. like even her wanting to tell him like something good that happened at school pissed him off yeah, yeah and it did
3: and it's like at that point you've already like the wife is gone i know he's I know, doing it for his son but there's a point where it's like you don't have to do all this stuff you don't have to pay for her education you don't have to do any of that yeah. stuff
0: if you truly don't book, want to in the third book they really like make it seem like he was a sociopath like the way mm-hmm. he like tries to use josh and stuff um so i it's just in my head it's a little bit hard to reconcile the man that like not loved Ava, but still like gave her a home like yeah eva yeah, loved him until that that book like she thought that things were off between them but she loved him like she still thought well, about him as her she thought, thought they were awkward
1: like that's not yeah. a good thing
0: so it's just hard to reconcile like a dad that's a little bit you're a little bit awkward with, with a dad that like tried to kill you and then was manipulative, and the third book is said to like not have any emotions. I guess so, like it was it was used more as like a plot point than anything that actually makes sense. If that makes and sense, and it's
3: like he lived his whole life like doing this, and then all of a sudden it was like a flip, like a, a switch yeah, went and off so and it was different.
0: she had been at college for four years. He was almost done paying it. Like, yeah. I, why now i don't
3: know i guess um, speaking of that we can talk about what we would have wanted to see in the book and i know one of them was the fact that
1: i would have loved to see angst yeah, yeah. like yeah. i know there was like some angst but i would have loved to see the angst between him having to choose between being in love with ava and actually wanted his vengeance because even though like we know like in the book the dad didn't actually michael didn't actually kill alex's parents I mean, he didn't know that the whole point, but I think that would have added a layer to the book and even to Alex's character, because like you guys said, everything at some point was like, oh, okay, this happened, this happened, like the FBI is here, Josh is here. So it was a lot. Can you imagine the connections also to pull that off?
0: I feel like there was a lot of an attempt at like character backgrounds with the whole drowning thing and Ava learning how to swim, but at the same time, there was still some things lacking. Like i wish we had uh dove more into like ava feeling like she wasn't 100 percent part of the family and maybe her trying to find her dad because we were told yeah. that like michael's on her dad
2: yeah, and after then feeling
0: so left out you would think that she'd want to find out who her dad is you know yeah, like, especially yeah. with because sorry especially no. because alice has all these like connections like he would pro- probably find it out pretty easy
3: right he's like, literally a billionaire who orchestrated all this He could help you find them. And then I just thought it was kind of uh, weird where she decided that, oh, her dad, or sorry, uh, Josh and uh, Alex and then her three friends were enough family for her that she didn't need to find her dad. But you just, in my opinion, don't go through such a traumatic thing and don't try and find who this other man was, even just to see where he went or if he even knew about her.
0: Yeah, I could almost see it just in the first book ending in that way but in the third book when it's about josh who's ava's <laughs> brother they like dive into the whole ava thing again and like talking mm-hmm. about michael so i kind of wish at that point there's been like three and a half years that had passed it's like i know it wasn't about ava's book but in that book ava and alex you know get engaged so there were things from their story there so i kind of wish it would have been a little bit like now that time has passed Ava has decided she wants to find out who he is or something and then maybe yeah. josh reconciling the fact that like I don't know. It's talked a little bit about how him and Ava aren't as close anymore just because they're grown adults. So I feel like it could have been tied in with like Josh reconciling that Ava has this other like family mm-hmm. and he feels like he doesn't have anyone anymore because his dad's a sociopath and his mom is dead.
1: Explore okay. the family dynamics. That would I mean, have been yeah. prepare- super interesting.
0: I mean,
3: who knows what the last book is about, but it could be tied in with another character. Like, I know there are new characters that were introduced in Twisted Hate for Twisted Lies. So, I mean, it's a a stretch, but it could very well be tied together. Like, that is Magda. I (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to say maybe Dante's, um, like, not related, but, like, knows something. Because he's also really rich, so it's Christian. So, I mean, there's so many different... Possibly. Yeah, because um,
1: Michael, that well, their family was in the social circle of Alex's family. So.
3: Yeah, which is why Alex had to change his name so they wouldn't know. They like, would have been Michael super wouldn't rich. know. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, why is everyone so rich in that series? Like that makes me. Yeah. Not not everyone is rich, but they're all no, they're super rich. All of them. I mean, they're,
0: I think they're all pretty well off.
1: Yeah, all maybe
0: jewels. Jules and Alex, the third book was the only one that was a little bit more like realistic to me because the second one's royalty, the first one's Josh. I mean, Alex has this like billionaire fortune, know, and now what is higher fake police officers? Yeah. He has a realtor company. Um, yeah, okay. So it, the third one was the only one that I was like, okay, so they aren't crazy rich and they one have like realistic like, uh, uh, careers. Yeah, oh, yeah, they had, had it's like even then it's like a lawyer and a doctor like damn give me a fucking i don't know give me a corporate job i christian. think the fourth
3: one will be nice because stella is like a social media influencer yeah. um, i know christian is still a billionaire but at least she is a little bit more realistic in her job
1: yeah. title but it's like it allows for for the storyline to explore some you know, it's a disconnect from a reality because I don't want to read. Smart. Like you okay, know, it could be interesting reading someone struggle with their finances, but sometimes it's not what I'm looking for.
3: It's like I already <laughs> yeah. do that in real life. I don't need to read about it too.
1: Yeah, but yeah, you, Amal, you uh, mentioned it that like Alex had fake police at his disposal, like because uh, at the scene with his uncle, right? Like yeah, no,
3: I- Ivan. Been- Yes. where everything comes out that it wasn't michael's his response uh it wasn't michael that was responsible for his parents
1: like with the kidnapping and, and everything yeah
3: um i know i i what i would have seen would like to see is if alex ever tells ava <laughs> that the police weren't real and that whole scenario was orchestrated by him besides the kidnapping obviously um they were kidnapped <laughs> her and still or her and project were kidnapped but um like the ending of that scenario I wonder if he had ever told her what happened.
1: I don't think it would change anything at that point because like, depending when he tells her, but maybe, uh, yeah, I don't think it would have changed anything for her at that point because she was already pretty mad at him because like he told her that he didn't love her, that she was just a pawn in his plans. And well, basically that's what he told her. So he had already broken her heart. So. I don't think she cared if the police would have been real or not like that's that's what i think
2: i guess yeah i just feel like i would have liked and i appreciate how the third one is a lot longer Mm -hmm. um i feel like the first one especially would have benefited from a couple extra chapters just so that it wasn't like before you even had time to realize what the problem was you were already reading about the solution right away Um, So I think I would have liked to see that because I think also it would give each of the characters, Ava and Alex, a certain amount of time to kind of like work through things with their inner monologue. Um, Because I think that would have prepared it or given us a lot of angst, which they had so much potential for angst in that book. And it just felt like there was hardly any like, you know, coming to terms with all of these crazy things that are happening um and like working through them in your mind because all of a sudden it was like oh you're the solution's right in front of your face
3: and i felt like she saved the angst for the end like when that yeah a year gap where they're not together and he's like Mm -hmm. basically stalking her
0: um and and so um (laughs) i was just saying that's a good segue into our next question whether we consider you know at the end after alex tells ava that he was pretty much using her and josh to get revenge on his father um you know obviously still doesn't forgive him and then he goes and does a year abroad and alex like quits his job to go and quits his job (laughs) (laughs) would you guys consider that like stalking ava and how do we feel about it
1: i think if she had leaned more into alex being darker it could have I don't know i i think alex could have been darker and i it would have worked more with the whole stalking aspect as romance like Mm -hmm. in my head because i feel with the description we had of alex he was pretty tame yeah and i i think that that makes it maybe maybe more oh no that's gonna sound mean (laughs) i was gonna yeah i was gonna say pathetic but i don't want to say it's pathetic i just I think he would have been more unhinged had he been darker. So less talk it would have been better. Sorry, I don't know.
0: I that. I well I just do want to say you're saying you wanted him to be dark darker, but he like skinned his uncle and then but, burned him to death.
3: <laughs> well and, like, like
0: I guess, you know, obviously he deserved it because he it's like his entire family, but I always
3: forget one instance and I'm like, oh, they're not that dark. Yeah, yeah. but like, he literally
0: skinned his uncle, tortured him. Blew the house up, had fake police on speed dial, so which makes you think he's done sketchy shit before.
3: And it's not even that he had he had police on like speed dial. The girls called the cops, <laughs>
1: so they but, had like
3: a way to like intercept just, that call. Yeah, but no, all he, of that was did,
1: justified. He, he did it so that there
0: wasn't any calls that would go out except yeah to, to like yeah. So it's like. I'm not saying it's not justified, but that's dark. So, but yeah. no, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Are you saying, saying
3: more dark towards Ava, like in her in the relationship? Because he was dark in the and in like externally, but not yeah. within their relationship. It's because
1: I don't think vengeance should count as someone being <laughs> dark. I just because uh, I feel the, the like the other person deserved it. Okay, maybe I should not talk about morality because I'm realizing my <laughs> mind might, might be skewed a little. But I think maybe i think i think what made it not dark for me was the fact that like we said earlier everything was so wrapped up in a bow that he had a good excuse for what he did and maybe i wanted him to not have a good excuse
2: i also wanted them to like fight like (laughs) especially after everything that like happened uh with the kidnapping and stuff like i wanted to fight between them because i feel like ava had so much built up emotions that it would have been so good to see her just like let it out Mm -hmm. especially because she's somebody who's like constantly complacent in other people's lives she doesn't really make waves she's sunshine she's nice and so like to kind of have her essentially explode and argue with alex and everything really i think would have been something that I would have wanted to see.
0: Um, I agree with what you all said. I did like that there was more garbling (laughs) than I see in other books. Uh, Like in a lot of the books that I've read, it's like one, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. Some like argument, which I wanted to see an argument, but then it's forgiven. Um, So I did like that it took like a year and a half for her to forgive him and even like give him the time of day um because i don't typically see that typically it's like yeah one or two weeks maybe a month max this was a whole year and a half but i like that
1: yeah he he needed to grovel after what he put her through
3: Mm -hmm. and And like even ava like she just went through a really massive betrayal by her non-dad and then for alex to do the same thing i'm surprised that anna didn't make her like explode With emotion, just because so much had happened to her in such a short Mm -hmm. span of time. I think in between the like Michael's reveal and then um Alex's reveal, I think it's only like a month.
2: Well, she loves her sunshine. But I, I think if you think about the fact that also Michael was kind of treating her like shit throughout her whole childhood like i feel like that would have given her some sort of pent-up emotion that she hasn't let go of and then to also then pile on the reveal and alex's betrayal and all of these things it's like why didn't she explode i would have and seeing ava a uh,
1: struggle with morality that would have been interesting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
3: yeah for sure but i just had like one not question but criticism about the book titles yeah <laughs> they should have been switched like oh yeah first first book should have been twisted game and then the second book should have been twisted love yeah because uh, i don't
2: really understand why the second book and then, is twisted yeah because i
3: think like alex was playing the long game he was friends mm-hmm. with josh for so long to you know reach the goal and so it was like that's a game i don't know who i mean yeah there was games being played in the second one but it was not
2: it wasn't as obvious as yeah like and it, it was wasn't, in the first one yeah.
3: and i think yet yeah, in the second one it was they were more like because there was a the time jump in between when uh reese becomes her bodyguard and when they fall like when they start liking each other mm-hmm. but it felt more like a love story mm-hmm. like yeah as a whole then, like they were almost immediately together just because it was the second book and we already got some angst in the first but uh i just personally thought that it should have been the other way around uh twisted hate i think that's the perfect title for that one but yeah twisted games and twisted love could have been switched personally i think yeah for sure
0: i agree um do you guys have any quotes you like from this book Uh, i really like uh if you wanted i would burn the world for you and i know he said something similar during our scarred um, well, scarred and hooked, confession. Yeah. I, uh, hooked, uh, podcast. But I don't know, something about a man saying that he would burn, <laughs> the, burn world the world down for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It gives me that
1: anarchist male <laughs> love interest yeah. willing to do anything for me. And
0: I just I really like that quote.
1: So, if anyone yeah. wants to declare their love for you, <laughs> burn something, it has
2: to be burning the arsonist.
1: world, arsonist, <laughs> <laughs> create a crap. Uh,
3: in mean, a crime for me and then
1: we'll
2: then we'll see. talk involving <laughs> we'll
1: fire except you virginia you have a history yeah. <laughs> i do not she's joking <laughs> <laughs> um i like oh. the one uh, that if i just summarize it is about like how living for someone is harder than dying for someone because i think that's so true like if you just like when you die you die and like the person alive is left with all the pain and regrets and well also the good stuff like the love and everything like i'm not just gonna put that as being like the most horrible thing ever to be alive but i think uh, i like that because it's it's really well like i could read it because the way i'm saying it is just super boring (laughs) wait let me find it so love, the word floated between us and a soft gust of air, deep abiding unconditional love. You wanted so much, you're willing to live for it. Most people thought the biggest sacrifice they could make was to die for something. They were wrong. The biggest sacrifice someone could make was to live for something to allow it to consume you and turn you un- into a version of yourself you didn't recognize. That was oblivion. Life was reality. The harshest truth that had ever existed. So I like that one because it's,
2: if, I think yeah. it's true. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, one that I really liked was, if you let lesser people determine your self-worth, you'll never reach higher than their limited imagination. Oh, that one was my favorite. I don't know, something about it just really resonated. And I I think that that mostly goes with Ava, um, just because, like I said earlier, she was kind of so complacent in her whole entire life. Um and seeing her kind of let go of that and then moving abroad, I think, was really, really nice to see. I Although, like I said, I wish it would have been more, like, her kind of just, like, letting go of everything. But I think it was at least a good starting place for her. Well, that's a good, that's a good thing, like, because it's true. Like,
1: if you only uh, define yourself by the way others see you, you're putting limitations on yourself.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: I really liked the... Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty words and pretty faces don't equal pretty souls and i feel like you can apply that to your real life as well yeah <laughs> just because someone's a good one saying nice things to you doesn't mean they are nice people people mm-hmm. are
0: not nice why do you look at me i didn't look at, you. <laughs> I actually looked at everyone but you <laughs> I it makes it everyone. more obvious make eye contact with me <laughs> <laughs> anyways i wish you could just skip to the third one because what me and you have going on twisted hate <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding moving on to the second book twisted games what were your guys's overall thoughts and ratings
2: that I, one i definitely liked better for sure i think i rated it five stars but kind of like with twisted love that was mainly due to the end of book high that you usually get um i think i'd probably now rate it a 4.5 um because like i with the last one i think there's just some pacing issues um though it was a little bit better developed than twisted love for me um it still had its uh kind of weird pacing in the beginning with the what was it five years of him being her bodyguard it's a year a year a year um, and a half i think because
3: you have to take into account the epilogue in the first book oh that's right a year and a half i think and then we pick up right at the end of the epilogue because they see the news um
1: when the brother yeah, abdicates. abdicates yeah yeah but then
2: there was so much time from when he became her bodyguard to when they actually started their relationship um i just i felt like the pacing was a little bit off with that
3: yeah i mean i i have a We'll talk about it in the next book but i have an issue with the timeline of all three books yeah that's really confusing to me but for me i rated this book a 4.25 um i really liked it it's like a a spicy princess diary too yeah so it's like you kind of know what's gonna happen but mm-hmm. that's that's kind of like reading fan fiction too where you know the couple's gonna end up together so it's like yeah. you just belong there for the journey uh, so I, I liked it it was i think it was spicier than the first one. Oh so, yeah for sure um i think there was even like a, a bonus spice scene in this one mm-hmm. i think uh but yeah i i liked it i i yeah
1: i don't know <laughs> it's a question, but <laughs> besides like i liked it i don't know i um i rated. Did a four point wait? What did I read? Let me check before I say anything else. Four point five two. <laughs> I just, but I actually did it. I actually like Twisted Love better for the simple reason that I like the dynamics and the friendships. I were more utilized in the first one, and and this is really a. Like, and the, my my issue is always and I think you guys have you guys know it, every time I read a book and the couple has to is isolated from all the supporting characters because of circumstances and or stuff like that usually it's because their relationship has to be kept a secret and stuff like that I don't like it and it's not because of um, the whole secret part is cuz I feel like to the story to evolve they're always together the only two characters and I don't know I just something it always bothers me for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, so I gave it a 4.5. I liked it, but I, I liked Twisted Love better. Mm-hmm. Similar so yeah,
0: like Virginia, twisted
1: games better.
0: Similar to Virginia. Um, I rated this higher than I rated Twisted Love. I gave this one a 4. Um, and the last one, I gave it a three point seven five. But I enjoyed Twisted Love better. Uh, I liked just uh, Alex and Ava dynamic a little bit more. Um, I think it was also just having the friends there. Um, yeah, I just think the writing was more was better in this one. There wasn't as much like whiplash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the first one. Um, and then I, I really like Reese. I, you know, I love a little protective man, and I love that uh, Bridget felt like she couldn't put herself first. Like that, she's a little bit personal to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and I
3: thought the second one. For me, it was more angsty than the first one. Yeah. Uh, just with the whole keeping it a secret and then them going... I think they go to Costa Rica and they spend the time the week that they get or the five days they get before she has to go and accept her responsibilities.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then everything that happens with her grandfather. Like I liked... I like, like angsty books, so that's why I like this one better. Um, yeah. on See, it didn't of- feel like
1: angst to me. Okay. Yeah, I don't... I, like When you
3: think about the the story you would think the first one would be more angsty just because so much happens but i i just personally thought the second one was i think I also think there
0: was sorry i didn't sorry. think there was that much like uh really spread your angst to me yeah it was like outside angst, yeah it was like outside the angsty. universe and i like relationship angst like, in <laughs> uh, i don't know i think the groveling groveling from the first sentence could sit over the edge a little bit for me
1: um yeah see i think the idea of the first one had more potential and like attracted me more but the execution of the second one was better if that makes sense but yeah um, I, I didn't I, so. I didn't feel like there was any angst whether relationship or even exterior wise because you know everything was gonna work out and like i like happy ever after in the end like happy books with happy no happy ending books okay so it's just not, never at any point in the book did I think, oh my God, it's not going to work out. And I need this feeling that is when I'm going to talk about angst, I need to doubt that the author is really going to get me there. And I'm not saying it was a bad book because I, I rated it 4. 4.5, so obviously I enjoyed it. I just, I don't know. I think it's because I didn't connect with either character for some reason. I just...
3: It's because one's a princess
1: it's <laughs> not even because she's a. maybe it's because she was tall okay maybe it's not because she was a princess <laughs> yeah i don't know I what mean? Love the
0: thing, what's wrong with being tall
1: all right you're a giant i forgot elondra is the tall one well, in the group so
0: it's Shay.
2: <laughs> i wish he has tall energy we all know this <laughs> i wish i was tall um i think i really liked in this one how i really liked reese and bridget's relationship dynamic a little bit more than alex and ava's like don't get me wrong i'm all for grumpy sunshine but something about him just doing these little things to like kind of give her moments of like peace and happiness in leading up to her kind of like no longer having control over her life i think was really great i liked the um the little thing he did for the music festival Mm, yeah Um, I, i thought that was really sweet and you know costa rica and like he was really trying to give her these little pockets of joy and happiness when her life was essentially coming to an end because she's no longer gonna have control over it as a princess um, or queen. So I I think I liked their dynamic a little bit more because he did more, at least in my opinion, he did more meaningful things for her versus Alex and Ava. So that's kind of why I liked this book better than the first one. There was
1: They were definitely more established, I feel, but also the t- I think I realized what took me out of the book and made it difficult for me to connect was a timeline. I think there was like a few yeah. jumps
2: that just yeah, I don't like I said the person. leading up to from when he became her bodyguard to when they actually kind of started to get a friendship going and then obviously it turned into a relationship. I think that pacing was very weird and just not whiplashy but kind of yeah,
0: yeah, there was the the time jumps were a little bit weird to me because it would go like I don't know, they he was her bodyguard for a year and a half and then he, they were at the castle for four months and then he said he was going to abdicate and then it was fast forward six months and then she there was a lot of like random time jumps to me yeah which i think is what took me off because i was like trying to grasp what was going on i was like the shaking spongebob meme he's like what the heck (laughs) that was me um so i think like with virginia that that might have been what took me out but
2: again i still really like them i also know that this book kind of I remember messaging a ball about this because there's like a portion in the book where you think that reese and bridget are somehow related <laughs> and i just remember like wait a minute are they related and right. i think at one point we actually all did this with uh amal because she had read it first and it just like that could have obviously been potential for angst but it was also so weird that nobody else was concerned about it but that was our first thought when we got yeah. to that <laughs> part was like are
3: they related yeah and like reese doesn't think about it neither does andreas like nothing ever gets not even like a little (laughs) tiny thought in reese's mind because when he finds out that he is um andre andreas's half brother and that
2: uh what's his name he's bridget's cousin yeah
3: yeah and so it's just like how how is that not your first thought
2: yeah well if he's related to her then that must mean mean, that i like (laughs) It was just so okay, I, for
3: them. I thought it was funny because like me and Shay read this last October and then Alondra and Virginia just read it maybe in January. But I have almost the exact same text from everybody <laughs> in like
1: <laughs> No, Wait. not me. mean yeah,
3: they related? No, you said you said something along the same line. I have a I have a screenshot. For yeah, too. but because uh,
1: <laughs> I I I knew they weren't related because I see I saw the conversation between you guys, so I yeah. just send it to you know not be left out.
3: <laughs> I think the but, reason- no, but like Shay and Alondra, almost the exact same text. I feel like I want to post this onto our, um, we'll post it on our Instagram,
0: and then you guys can see yeah.
3: the timestamp and <laughs> almost the exact same conversation went down.
0: i think the reason reese wasn't like concerned is because i think he first found out who his dad was so and then he found out that andrea's his dad wasn't who he like first he found out who his dad was then he found out Mm -hmm. he had a sibling so he never had a like what the fuck bridget moment i think bridget should have had that moment because she found out
2: um but i think that explains why reese either one of them honestly as long as somebody was thinking about
0: it and i like how we all said that but had we read like the next three chapters we would have known that wasn't right and
2: it was like almost immediately i think within like the next page or two where you were like oh okay yeah, yeah. But it's just strange that that was our first thought but not theirs it's like yeah how were how you not concerned about this it's royalty it's it's common
3: <laughs> it's like it's common stuff already happens in the royal families yeah so. i also wish i know that it's um this book is one of the tropes is age gap yeah but they never talk about the age gap they're 10 years apart Bridget is 21 and Reese is 31 I think when they first become bodyguard and Mm -hmm. um, princess but no one ever even Bridget is never concerned about it Reese is never concerned about it it's just like a thing that exists in this world I
2: like that they didn't make I know but it's just like if it's but if you're gonna make it like a trope that you just there has to be some sort of conversation surrounding it and so like if that wasn't a trope that is used to advertise it by you know people on Instagram TikTok whatever then I wouldn't have a problem with it but the fact that that's used as a selling point but then no conversation ever happens about it it's kind of like oh okay like I'm missing something. That's yeah. true. If you put it in that context, it makes sense that they should have been
1: broached. Because yeah. if it hadn't been for like it being a trope, I wouldn't have minded either. I'm like, okay, there's... Because yeah. a... I yeah. actually like the fact that it wasn't a... a like they, they wouldn't bring up every single time Oh my God, I'm older than you or you're so young. You haven't had enough life experience. Cause that annoys yeah. the shit out of me. So like sometimes, <laughs> like I get, I like a good age gap, but I want the issues to be more than you're missing out so much in your life by having me cause I'm so much older. And I just
2: like sometimes it's been done. Do something oh else. yeah i i totally agree but the fact that it was like a selling point it's like there's not one conversation about this that's yeah. weird
3: and i think you find out like super early on i think you might even yeah. twisted hate or t- twisted love that he's 10 years uh, yeah. older but there's like nothing even the girls don't say anything like her
1: yeah. friend yeah no jokes older. no jokes or anything yeah no or nothing. yeah i feel like her
2: friends mm-hmm. could have made jokes about it at, at least yeah same Especially since she was living with Stella. I feel like there would have been some sort of conversation about it.
0: Yeah.
2: Or no, was it Jules that was living with Stella? I can't remember. In Twisted Uh, Games? Well, they were together. Mm. It was
0: Jules and Bridget living together. Oh, I think. And then in the Twisted Hate, Jules moves in with Stella because, you know. That's right. Bridget had to go run a country.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I mean, she was living with one of her friends. That would have been something that they talked about, I feel like.
3: Yeah. Even if we didn't see it, like they could have, mm-hmm. I don't know, just something mentioned of it. I, don't, I just thought it was, even and like even from like point
2: of view, yeah, or like Bridget's point of view, like so and so brought this, or so and so made this joke about it, or whatever. Like even just something little like that. Yeah.
3: yeah. And then also like, if Bridget could change the laws, how come? nikolai couldn't change the law right he just but, didn't care enough he's like ah there's another sibling after me yeah so man, all I had have to do, is do it different. better yeah apparently not apparently
2: which brings us <laughs> to my favorite quote <laughs> men they always ruined it by opening their mouths <laughs> no truer words have ever been spoken right <laughs> the fact that it's in the first chapter too
0: <laughs> right off the bat bridget
2: yeah singing that's my favorite thinking. quote too I can... <laughs> it's a good one
0: i just read a, another book that, where one of my favorite quotes is like there's nothing more disappointing than a man that has a big dick but doesn't know how to use it oh <laughs> there's so many nice quotes in the book but that one is just you my know. favorite i
2: was like you know what you're right <laughs> same
0: like
2: this. out of all the quotes that's the one that will get me Anybody Speaking
3: else of quotes does quotes?
1: anyone else have any good quotes <laughs> i don't
3: i mean there's one that says you don't need a crown to be a queen princess that's right none of us need a crown to be a queen guys but a crown is a real queen (laughs) before we move on wait
2: didn't you recently buy tiaras
0: i did (laughs) i had yeah and i love them (laughs) before we move on to the next book i just want to say that that parrot that yells that you know
1: Thank oh yeah, guys. he
0: was thinking
2: harder. <laughs> yeah. He's the star of this book. He did need a I shout remember, out, and, and I, I did like seeing, the spice in this one a lot better.
0: I also keep seeing TikToks um, where it's like, imagine your parents oh grab this book and open it, and that's the first line. Yeah, it's, it's like the like first, first sentence. Yeah. Um, I was, and the spice in this one too. I think mm-hmm. like one of the first times I have sex, they do it out in the middle of. Now we're in a gazebo. I'm like, you're a princess, ready to be a queen. Uh, when they goodness. do it on the throne, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> in a room. I was like, oh, a we're lot. going there. Yeah. All right. Way to christen the throne. <laughs>
3: that's one. Yeah, that's I'm one like
1: they're way. They're all da.
2: surprised when someone gets
0: photos or videos. Like, <laughs> yeah. How?
1: <laughs> like, oh sense. yeah. They're
0: doing it in the
2: bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they shouldn't have been surprised at all that somebody had some like they're in a house that is surveilled obviously there's gonna be footage right of them
3: and they like don't here. they not ever every time they go into a
0: room they're not like oh we should make
3: sure
2: there's, there's there might here. be cameras appear. yeah they,
0: the throne room was like not even locked they didn't even worry about that they were like anyone could walk in at any moment mix it real yeah but then when she gets the video that someone recorded it she's like how could this have happened Bridget, <laughs> Come on.
2: you I do you had to have known
3: yeah and then the throne thing. room that they get recorded no it's a study that gets no recorded. It's,
0: it's in her brother's yeah. what wed- her brother's wedding his new house and mm. the study um, there but it's yeah, like yeah. it was bound to happen and i'm surprised it didn't happen in the gazebo in the middle of nowhere because yeah. I get that Reese is her bodyguard, but she was going to be the queen. Like, she should have had more than one bodyguard, especially if she's going somewhere in the middle of the night.
1: Don't they yeah. usually have, like, a whole team or something? And also, yeah. they're not 24-7? Yeah.
2: I, I find that hard to. But <laughs> there is some sort of, There Usually with books, there is some sort of disconnect from reality, and I think that was probably one of them.
0: But overall, I really like the book. I think it would have been hard to go wrong with a spicy... Uh, Oh Princess. my god, I'm forgetting the word. The word. Princess diary. Princess diaries. There we go. I was like, Bridget, i with you. What? completely. <laughs> oh, oh, that's extraordinary. Bridget. <laughs> Bridget. I'm sorry. I was because to. Ah. Anyway. Toss <laughs> <Death trope.
2: laughs> <laughs> Hutchinson before he was. And moving on to Twisted Hate classic enemies to lovers, best friends brother, and it takes place around the same time as Twisted Games so they do sort of overlap. Um Josh is a doctor and Jules is just finishing law school and getting ready to take the bar. As they're forced to work together when Jules gets a job at the health clinic that Josh volunteers at, obviously some heated chemistry ensues between them.
3: Yeah, like forced proximity is that what it's yeah. called, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What were your guys' overall thoughts and ratings for Twisted Hate?
3: I Um, rated this one a five, but that's because I was really looking forward to this one. I do think I'm going to change it, though, because uh, thinking about it and even writing the stuff for this podcast, I didn't realize. I already knew I had a lot of questions about what was happening in this book. But (laughs) I really, I like, the plot really started to unravel for me. (laughs) So I um i think I, i'm gonna go back and change it to like a four but i still really enjoyed it and the, the spice in this was even better oh, than yeah. the other ones so it was i mean she's just getting better at her spice so uh but i mean i have my questions about this book but yeah overall, there's a lot of questions yeah. that this overall, book- overall oh. i liked it it was um i i liked the enemies to lovers i just think the um like the enemies with benefits could have started sooner because i realized Mm -hmm. they don't start until 30 percent into the book and you would think with a tagline that anna used it would be like right off the bat that they're doing the enemies with benefits but Mm -hmm. it was i get also because it's such a long book it was over 500 pages
2: yeah you have to like
3: build up to it but i think we already kind of understood that they were
2: yeah it's for sure gonna gonna
3: happen
0: I thought it was for sure gonna happen at the the cabin trip and then she like got a period and he was a sweetheart about that but i thought it was gonna have it happen there yeah um, the
3: ski trip yeah and yeah, yeah i was
1: like it
0: was i don't know i liked how it what happened, happened
1: with, Yeah. I was,
0: what was your guys's rating i i gave it a oh, sorry sorry i'll go <laughs> um, i gave it a 4.5 um so it's the one that i rated the highest and they are my favorite couple um i liked it similar to my issues with the other book. I think the timing and the timeline are a little bit off. Uh, and it gave me a lot of questions for like where she's gonna go with the fourth book. I think that there was a lot of new characters that were introduced to like lead into the fourth book. When um, she just gave me questions, I understand my question was introduced, but like, what about Dante and his fiance, And I don't know, it just left me with a lot of questions, but I did like the Josh and uh, Jules dynamic. I like that they weren't crazy rich. Um, yeah. Jules had, like, this torrid past. Uh, so I like
1: that. I gave it a 4.5, as you guys remember, on the f- wrap-up we did for mm-hmm. February, because that's when I read it. Um, I I liked it. I honestly like them better than... I think it's my favorite book out of the three. Because, um, again, I like the, the dynamic between Josh and Jules. The issues were the timelines. I... I'm kind of considering like a separate thing, because I feel like all of the books have issues with timelines. But the dynamic, don't think
3: about the timeline, it's
1: yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't count it when I do my review of the book. But I, I really like the, the dynamic in Josh and Jules, and the fact that we got to see all the friendships again, and how Josh and Alex were building their friendship, and we saw a bit more of the
2: girls too. So I like that. Yeah. I initially gave it a five Um, after some reflection. I think it's probably more along the lines of of a 4.5, maybe 4.75. It definitely was my favorite out of the three. And I think that Jules is probably my favorite female character out of everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I really, I I don't know. I just really liked her points of view and a lot of the things that she was struggling with and i i can understand that because she's more of an independent person she is the suffer in silence type rather than asking for help type um, which i can relate to but i think that the development also in this one was a lot better than the previous two books Uh, the only thing i really have an issue with is like the timeline which (laughs) we'll get into but I think overall, their development as a couple was really well done compared to the others. Um, which I think is why it's probably going to be the highest rated one. Obviously, Twisted the isn't out yet, but this one is my favorite. And I think it was the best done out of all the three.
3: Yeah, I really like Jules. I think she was probably my favorite female. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: I mean, it might change with Stella. I don't know, but I, I, I liked
1: Jules i've decided the fourth one is gonna be my favorite i haven't read it but i've decided (laughs) usually how i decide every book i'm like you
3: know what it's (laughs) usually because by the time it gets to the end of the series it's just you know exactly who everyone Mm -hmm. is and so it can be more about plot instead of building up characters yeah and so the last couple books of like a longer series or even just like a three or four book series the last two or the last one is usually my favorite just because
2: mm-hmm. everything
3: is already set up for you, you know, oh, now yeah. you just concentrate on, like, whatever angst, whatever problems that people or the yeah. are going to have, and so that's, that's generally my take on a series that I usually mm-hmm. just like the last ones.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. There were a lot of plot issues with this book. <laughs> I, I ended up walking away with it with more questions than questions answered um i feel do we want to start with magda no let's
3: start with alex, we'll alex start with okay. that one is a small little issue and i don't know if it was <laughs> just a typo or what but in his book he says that three people died in his house that night the people like the the faithful burglary that happens in his house his parents and his one sister but in twisted hate when he's talking to josh about everything he went through he says his sisters were murdered as in when he was a kid and so as in multiple Mm -hmm. and i again it's only one mention of it in twisted hate so i don't know if it was just a misprint a typo and i'm surprised i haven't seen anyone else talk about this but Mm. i went back and looked at the the quotes like yeah (laughs) it says in alex's chapter and um Twisted Love, it says knock, 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 one, two, three, three gunshots, three bodies falling on the falling to the floor. You know, three. <laughs>
0: Not four. But I think it might have been a typo. I know that we noticed another typo in one of the spicy scenes where it was like she was face down, then it was I tied her to the bedpost and you're like, Wait, when did you flip her back <laughs> over? <laughs> like, yeah. or she ow and then it's like I went under her and it's like, But she's tied to the bed. Yeah. Uh, and I know we noticed that in the Kindle Unlimited version, but I had the, the physical copy and it was fixed in there. Like they removed that face down line, but sisters is still in the physical book. So I'm just wondering yeah. like this was something that wasn't caught. Um, right. But, Cause yeah.
2: sisters plural is not like a, a misspelling where you would get that underline in a document to tell you, Hey, yeah. this may be spelled and wrong. It,
3: and then, uh, the sentence still makes sense if it was either sister or sisters so it could have yeah, been something yeah. that was missed but yeah i i don't know i'll just have was. to
0: ask alex <laughs> I'm
2: call. How, many, how many sisters <laughs> do you have sir? had
0: had, had. had.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know another thing i when i was reading this and when max came back and he was like oh i just got out of prison i thought he would have a connection to michael
0: why um, because he's, he's also in prison, prison. <laughs> Would
1: yeah. they be in the same kind of prison because well that prison means... is prison
2: but yeah but the there's only, more than the one difference is really well the he was also in ohio both.
3: yeah but i was right. thinking more like oh he got transferred here that's why he's even in the city and that's how he found jules mm-hmm. because jules changed her name
2: well and also if he was in prison he wouldn't be able to just like mm-hmm. up and cross state lines without some sort of Girl yeah. often so, wondering where he's at or i thought
3: when it first happened it wasn't just because of what happened when they were younger and they stole from her stepdad i thought it was more like michael wants to be a revenge. part of like uh josh's oh. life and he'll yeah. mess up whatever is happening like it's just like a double-edged thing like he had dual purposes of doing what yeah. he did too and then also like how would he have found out about the painting had it not been for michael i mean i know there's a different solution to that but in my head i was like oh it must be michael that told him about it
1: because i think michael would have been there when he got the painting so yeah see that never even crossed my mind but then again i'm also i also suck at guessing endings and you don't so (laughs) i don't know i just feel like usually when
3: you introduce another character that's also been in prison there be would like, be oh, like, some oh, sort of connection usually yeah. there's a connection uh, i thought it would be like a gotcha moment when he went to see michael and have been like oh, he no. was yeah. my cellmate like, I, I, <laughs> yeah,
2: like, I know yeah i know max
3: <laughs> or like max would have been like oh yeah michael sent me or whatever i mean that didn't happen but i, I feel like it could have been another layer
1: but i feel like that yeah. would have been too convenient also like how haha yeah I I am from Jules past but also I know Josh's dad and now I will wreak vengeance on both of you and yeah but how
3: much of a convenience it is that he just happened to be tasked to get this painting and it just
1: happened to be
0: Jules's boyfriend
1: but I'd rather that honestly
0: (laughs) Segwaying, how convenient was it that Jules knows not one but two people that were able to like get that tape deleted so she knew Christian and that's who she ended up going to but she could have also gone to alex i I don't know why she wouldn't have gone to alex i think it was just to introduce christian because he's a love interest in the fourth book yeah like from a writing standpoint but like she didn't even think about going to alex and Alex, i also think in the last book Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm just and i get that alex and jules don't have the best relationship but alex would do
2: anything for ava i think that's why though because of his connection with ava he i don't think that based on Alex and Ava's past that he would lie to her ever. So if she even got some sort of hint that Jules was asking a favor for him or from him um, and kind of, you know, being secretive about it, that that might raise some questions in Ava's mind and then try to ask him about it. So I think she just wanted to avoid that relationship altogether and go to somebody who didn't have any connection to her friends i think i would have liked that process to be explained though yeah
3: yeah i i also think the reason i mean i don't know why like i personally would have gone to alex because she knows alex she doesn't know christian Mm -hmm. she knows him only from like one meeting i would have gone to alex but i do think the reason she didn't go to alex is because alex is josh's best friend yeah Um, he is ava's fiance who is josh's sister so it would have been too much of like oh what if they tell josh
2: or what if before she's she she, yeah effort.
3: before she's ready to tell him what if yeah he, what if alex because because he was going through this like oh i'm trying to make things better uh with ava and obviously reconcile with josh so maybe jules thought that if she had gone to alex alex would have told josh as a like a oh i'm
0: look at I'm, me i'm, I'm a great you friend. Now. yeah, yeah. And,
3: like, i'm telling you everything type of thing i mean i i, I guess that
0: but- I get that up but at the same time she went a Christian who she knows nothing about yeah and she so, doesn't like, know how dark it seems he is a
2: lot yeah like it seems a lot riskier to me uh and like especially when he's, he's already given her this out. big favor of lowering their rent mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah especially because he says like you're gonna owe me
2: something yeah you and go to the devil you know
0: is. yeah yeah like how he just had she just gone to Alex like he would have said the same thing but again ava would have never let him do anything to potentially hurt her and she doesn't have that same security with christian who she doesn't know in any other way except that he lowered her vet.
2: i think like, it was probably it really just at least from my perspective i think it was just easier for her to go to somebody she doesn't know who doesn't already have a formed opinion of her and know her on a personal level because i feel like if her friends even got wind of it through alex or whatever like she might think that their view on her would change so i think it was probably just easier to go to somebody she didn't know who didn't already have this con preconceived notion of who she is as a person
3: and that she was trying to hide her past from them too right yeah. like they, she didn't want anyone to know about max and like everything yeah. that she had gone through and i figured that she would um she thought she would have to explain everything to everyone mm-hmm. had this come out from alex
2: yeah that's just how I explained it away in my yeah. mind. I don't know that that's necessarily Anna's intentions or the reasoning behind why she had her go to uh, Christian, but yeah. how I sleep at night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, before we get to the Magda of it all, question for you guys. When Josh finds out that she's the one who stole the painting in that spicy scene that happens, mm-hmm. would you consider it sexual assault?
2: Yeah, I would.
0: Um, I didn't think, I thought that he thought he forgave her. Like, I think that he, he generally was trying to forgive her. And it wasn't until afterwards that he realized he did it. So I, I'm like 50-50. I know mean, it's hard an answer, but I'm 50-50. I
3: know. When I was reading it, I didn't feel it like that. And then I saw a couple people's reviews about it. And then, so I thought about it for a while. And... I'm like hesitant to go back to read it because I was like oh maybe I'll read it again to see if I'll feel different about it reading it but I I don't want the answer to be that I feel it's sexual assault
1: so I'm it definitely makes him an asshole
3: though yeah and it's like a lot darker than I think Mm -hmm. even Anna anticipated because I don't think she meant it as I mean I don't know I mean I don't know her but I would imagine you wouldn't want your main couple to ever have that even lingering thoughts i'm sure she didn't write it with that intention i think that's kind of how i
2: reconcile it as well in my mind is like i don't think that was her intention but also looking at it and i don't think it was even josh's intention to like Alondra said you know he he might have thought he forgave her but i think because of how cruel it was um he i i think before he even did it there was a part of him that was thinking about hurting her in the same way that he was hurting, which is why I do consider it sexual assault. Um, but I also don't think that was the intention of Anna or the character in in the beginning of it.
1: My issue so is more is how it was hard. handled afterwards. Yeah, Because I feel like it wasn't addressed and it should have been addressed. Like, you just don't forgive yeah. something like that. Like, mm-hmm. he
2: should have groveled. Way he should have done a lot more groveling than Alex did in the first book, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was hardly any
3: anything actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he apologizes, but I think he apologizes more for not he what apologizes, happened, yeah, but him like lying. I think that's what he apologizes for, saying that he forgave her, but he didn't. I don't think
2: he ever apologizes for his actions, yeah, but. yeah that one's a little tricky and I think it kind of depends on the reader as a person everybody sees things differently and interprets them differently um so when you guys
3: first read it did you read it as sexual assault
2: yeah I I got like an immediate sick feeling in my stomach where I kind of like had to put it down and like walk away for a couple minutes because I just as soon as he said that and then left her, I I felt really gross about it. Um, I don't know if in my mind I thought it was sexual assault, but I just didn't feel okay with the events that had happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Mine was similar to Shay. Um, it made me feel really gross, but I think it wasn't, it wasn't just that. It was also like what he said afterwards, like you're just a uh, tight- Yeah.
2: To, yeah, that's
0: have uh, Knowing that she's always like had this idea that people look at her in a certain way and like, i don't i don't know and it was right after she told him about like max and things of that sort so i think it was just the combination of both of those that gave me a really bad feeling
1: um yeah it made me really mad at josh like i felt it was unnecessary cruel because you can be an asshole without like because it's the fact that he went at her weak points at her weakest state at her her Mm -hmm. most vulnerable state if you and that really bothers me and like uh-huh. I said, my issue is how it was handled, because there was no discussion about it, um, there was no, like, he should have earned her trust, because he, mm-hmm. he used, like, she was vulnerable, and
2: he used every vulnerable, like, every weak point he knew against her. Yeah. Um, with this in mind, does it change how you guys feel about them ending up together? I
3: wouldn't have um i know all of her books are like a happy ending i w- would have been okay with them not ending up together in this book but like reconciling in her next book
2: yeah but i know I that,
3: that i know that her i mean that's just how yeah connected stand-alones work They're full i also fully. don't think
2: that having them not end up together at the end of their book i don't yeah. know that a lot of people would have been happy with that but i mean
3: i know like the whole trend on tiktok where they are people talk about what couples wouldn't stay together and Mm -hmm. i believe that josh and jules would not stay together same because at some point what happened between them would come up again and they wouldn't be able to fix it yeah if josh hadn't couldn't admit to what he had done then or the couple of weeks after then he will never yeah, because I th- I don't think to him he did anything wrong because it was like a tit for tat thing like he yeah. got back at her, and so I don't think he because she also did something wrong so he thinks his wrong like cancels it out. Yeah, personally, I think that's what it is. But I mean, I understand interconnected standalones; they have to end up together. Like that's just how yeah. the series works. But I don't think they would. I don't think they'll stay together
2: me either
0: before we move on um to favorite quotes i just want to say that when they all uh, go to bridget's wedding and eva like goes and knocks at alex's door and she's like oh joel's has that those same shoes that was the dumbest thing ever <laughs> like miss girl you're in a whole different country and <laughs> your best friend wore those shoes to the airport and now you <laughs> see them in your brother's room and
2: you
3: and don't you don't think to connect the dots <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not even a little bit of like oh maybe there is but not even like teasing him in some sort of bed. way
0: yeah yeah um, anyways <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay okay let's talk about Magda oh, because yeah. that is so confusing I tried to write down a timeline of what and uh, uh, like where Magda is throughout the whole series and it's confusing so, how I understood all three books, Magda: the Ugly Painting is with Josh in Twisted Love. They mention mm-hmm. an ugly painting multiple times in Twisted Love, and unless it's some different painting, it has to be magda unless they, there's more than
1: one magda like there's Magda's Magda like one of a kind no, but unless there's Magda the painting and there's a Magda something else yeah well no i think i
3: think it's uh at the end of twisted hate we know that magda is the painting
1: that could be a person there's
3: a whole other book though yeah so as far as i know from the three books magda was already in josh's possession at the beginning of twisted love in the middle of twisted games kirsten calls reese and tells him that magda has been stolen but in between twisted love and twisted games there is a year and a half almost two year difference and then, so when Christian calls and tells him that Megda has been stolen, and at the even at the end of Twisted Games, Megda is still not back with Christian. And then you find out in Twisted Hate that how Josh got the painting is he he found it at an estate sale, and so that means it has always been with Josh. Yeah, because even though Twisted it Hate and Twisted missing. Games is overlapped because. Uh, in the middle of Twisted Hate is when the wedding happens, and the wedding happens at the end of Twisted Games. And so, or whatever that, her um, coronation, sorry. it
0: I'm it to be honest. It, it doesn't make I don't sense. Think, I don't think it makes sense. I don't think it makes sense to anyone. It doesn't. Uh, I, this
3: bothered me so much. As soon as Twisted Hate, at the very end where it says, oh, what's the painting's name? And Josh says, oh, it's Magda. Um, it literally it bothered me so much that i (laughs) i just and there's like no way to fix it unless they talk about the fact that the painting in the first book is not
1: but even then because in twisted games they say magda is missing they don't say magda was stolen yeah they say they're
3: missing and then even with this so it could be something
1: else so that's the way
3: when max is telling jules about the painting he said that there was a mistake in where the painting was and it got accidentally sold in a estate sale which is fine that's fair someone stole it it went missing it ended up in an estate sale whatever however when christian has has magda he has like surveillance and he has people watching it because reese was watching it for a month at some point he says that he was guarding it for a month Um. And so it just like the timeline of of it, it doesn't make sense because, as far as we know, Magda has always been with Josh throughout the series.
1: Yeah. I've decided there's a Magda collection. Maybe Magda is mm-hmm. a person. Who there's got like started. the Magda the I mean,
3: Maybe there is a person and a painting. Like the painting is named after Magda. Magda is the yeah.
1: painter that named the painting after her- herself because that's how they are. There's also Magda the sculpture. Magda, the- there's a there's a whole lot of Magdas, and then it
2: makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah I, I think-
3: mean, I hopefully it fixes itself the timeline in the last one.
2: Yeah. Especially because it will be Christian's point of view.
1: Yeah. So and didn't at the
2: end of it's Twisted with Dante. It, yeah. It's with Dante. He, I was going to say he gave the painting or sold it or whatever. Yeah. So hopefully there's yeah. some reconciliation.
3: Okay. Now we can get to
2: favorite quotes. quotes.
3: I don't really have, I mean, I guess a, I don't. Uh, the only one that I really like is it's a really long quote, but I like the ending of it where it says, because the possibility of you is better than the reality of anyone else. Although, I don't know. Now that I'm talking about Josh, he's
2: <laughs> making me mad. So maybe that's not my favorite <laughs> one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is the very first line in the book. Um, nothing ever, nothing good ever came from swiping right on a guy holding a fish on a dating app. Double red <laughs> that Said guy's name was Todd. <laughs> yes, you are right. Yeah also kind of goes in line with bridget's quote <laughs> they know yeah, <laughs> i don't know.
0: have a favorite quote um i like the one that a said
3: but again i mean gosh. it's a it's a romantic notion if it had yeah.
0: been said by anyone else
1: yeah if anyone yeah. says that to you you're like swinging yeah.
0: do you have a quote for kenya <laughs>
1: I, don't. I don't okay i'm not good i really did so i like the, the
3: i did like the like the tagline that um anna put onto it i mean it made it seem like it would be a lot more like darker than it was like i thought like josh would be a lot darker from yeah because really says, the
2: only dark portion was the
3: yeah because it's like or, like or
2: not sexual assault
3: when you and go into a book it's darkest yeah and so when you go into a book and the quote that the author puts out there is let another let another man touch you jules and you'll find out just how easily i can take a man's life so i can save one and i thought he would like i don't know have connections to something hitman
2: or something like, yeah it like would, like,
3: yeah, <laughs> would be like part of like not not mafia but like helping something but he's like out here volunteering and, at a clinic
2: yeah doctor and without B- with borders him no? being a doctor yeah. he has that oath to you know do what he can to save people's lives so there's no like in his point of view there's no back and forth between his oath as a doctor and yeah. taking someone's life who has touched jewels or yeah. and but he almost did he he almost won, did though, he, no, he almost no, did, though. yeah I, well I the fight yeah yeah and alex the stopped only him he
0: didn't is because alex had to stop him he was mm. ready to kill him yeah. so he
1: was yeah. being
2: true to the um, but no like yeah i i think i just wanted more, more? <laughs> at least for it to be like a longer battle within himself than it was Mm-hmm. But that's just me wanting more angst and sadness.
0: <laughs> um, this book gave me a lot of questions that I hope are answered in the fourth book. Like we met Christian, who I already think might be Christian and Sadler might be my favorite, just because I love a man that's like his apartment is twenty thousand dollars. You you have to pay me two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Can we I can't all find a man like that? that. Yeah. Literally. I lived in L.A. for five years. I wish my landlord it's <laughs> not um, so i already think that he's gonna be my favorite but i do have questions like why was dante introduce the whole you know Dan- dante's grandpa dying like what what was the point of this the ring uh, and, and they like and his fiance the rings with like the initials uh his fiance that didn't look happy magda like it just leaves with these things a lot of questions that i hope are answered in the fourth one um, and I'm really curious to see how long the fourth one will be. This one is about five five fifty pages. Yeah, because every time it's bigger, it's gonna be it five fifty. and then it's gonna wrap up the stories of all of them. Yeah. And somehow get them back the, the storyline. Yeah, and it's like that. it's it was
3: this one was five hundred and we had already, we already knew about Josh and Jules. And that's why yeah. we know nothing so, about I, Christian. Yeah. But
1: even yeah. then, Stella is the character that we, uh, out of the four girls, he's the... Him. Yeah, so, but I feel, I've decided that I will really like Stella.
2: Yeah, I yes. have a, I have yes. a feeling. It, <laughs> because it's called Twisted Lies. If I think she hinted at a marriage of convenience trope or maybe fake dating. So I'm interested to see how the lies part of Twisted Lies plays I, into everything. I
0: think there's going to
3: be something with go ahead Emma. i think we we're, were going with the same thing i think it's going to be like uh not oh maybe that i was thinking love triangle with dante
0: oh so. i was thinking that it was going to be a marriage of convenience fake marriage fake dating or something because there's been like talk about a stalker that she mm-hmm. has and it's like he went, oh, yeah that oh maybe so, one of them i was thinking it- christian was gonna fake date her to protect her mm-hmm. like you know no one's gonna mess with christian when he looks like that
2: Um, i also was thinking that i and this does not even make any sort of sense but for some reason it was just a thought that popped up into my head while reading twisted hate is the magda that they were referring to that was lost or whatever like for some reason i was thinking stella would get like kidnapped or like you know go into hiding from her stalker whatever and like christian was going to help her i don't know why i thought that but it was just like a thought that had popped into my head of her being in danger and then he's going to quote unquote save her or whatever
1: well that could be interesting i also like I mean, the fact too. that christian seems to be morally gray yeah.
2: so yeah. that
1: anna probably so that the appeals, most so out of anybody. yeah yeah that appeals to that,
3: me yeah she said that he was her most unhinged male character see
1: that's why i decided that it's it,
3: it would probably be how my dark favorite
2: this
1: though <laughs>
3: yeah but she also said that alex was unhinged
0: you guys keep (laughs) acting like you didn't see his uncle
3: (laughs) no but i think i think she means like even towards (laughs) stella like unhinged i mean i feel like christian might be more because he's
0: like
1: i think even though i said the third book is my favorite one i like the i like alex more because he is unhinged even though he wasn't as dark as i wanted because I think i'm we're realizing we have a moral like a ske- or moral morality is a bit skewed when it comes to books but i think christian might be if he's as unhinged as he seems to be he might get me like, to be my favorite one too
0: do you yeah. guys think this is going to be like a mafia book
1: oh i hope no not. no no i know
3: I, it could be because she's done almost all the secret society
0: <laughs> Christian, Dante, Cimberry Italian, Nostra Familia, like, Mafia names to me. Um, so I was thinking it could be. I,
2: I, I think it'll be more crime family, not necessarily Mafia. Like crime like syndicate, syndicate things, like or, something? Yeah. Kind of like, um, more... Mafia. High roller type crime versus just like, true Mafia, drugs, guns, whatever. I, I think it'll be more. Of he like, could be I think like
0: kind of be both. Yeah, I'm thinking like I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just confusing my questions. I'm thinking Christian made series. I'm like he was a little technology nerd that was involved in the mafia.
2: Yeah, kind of like Cal. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be more like Cal, where he's more of like a crime syndicate, not necessarily mafia. He's a
1: consultant for the for crime.
2: Yeah, it
3: could be. He's or he's a. Yeah, Who's I feel
2: like Dante hell? might be,
3: like, an enforcer. Oh,
2: oh. Like, Dante might be an enforcer of some kind for the, like, crime. But I, I feel um, like... I'd
0: like to apologize to the listeners for my <laughs> screaming. Um, I just want you all to know that we it just got very bounced passionate. back on my own earphones. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. I just got really passionate about Alex being not given his proper credit for being unhinged <laughs> i do think we're yeah. gonna be rather unhinged though and i'm excited for their book i am yeah. too
3: it's out uh june
2: 30th Ooh, really- Ooh. Yeah. thank goodness for,
0: uh, three months
2: yeah Alrighty. So- that was it <laughs> uh- I was just saying, I feel like that probably wraps us up for today's episode. Thank you again for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the same name, The Non Book Club, and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify. We have new episodes coming out every Tuesday. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and come back next Tuesday when we talk about the Dreamland Billionaires. Bye. stay bitchy. (laughs) Stay bitchy. Stay bitchy.